Hello everyone, it's your lovely Abby Dagren. Abby, 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 and welcome back to my podcast, lovelies. Today, I will be doing a natal chart analysis on Elizabeth Taylor. I will be speaking on her personality traits, her characteristic traits. And also, a lot of the placements, how they represented her career. So please stay tuned for the rest of my podcast, lovelies. And if you have not yet followed me or purchased from my SD store, then the link up above, it's my link tree, and you will press on there, and you will look at everything on there. You can follow me, you can support me through PayPal, or you can purchase from my SD store. Now let's get right into the podcast, lovelies. Elizabeth Taylor was born on February 27, 1932, and this automatically qualifies her to be a Pisces. With this placement, she is incredibly intuitive, dreamy, artistic, and she often expresses herself through creative endeavors. So Elizabeth Taylor, she was an actress and she was one of the greatest actresses that has ever lived and has ever done it. And she did express herself through creative endeavors. She did love jewelry and she loved perfume. She had a very incredible perfume line that soared her not only celebrity wise, but also soared monetarily wise as well. And she was able to be very intuitive and dreamy and artistic because a lot of people around her did say that was her characteristic. Next up is her moon in Scorpio. When someone has this placement, they are very alluring, intuitive, intimidating, and they can also read others like a book. And this is also due to it being in a water placement And they can also be psychic at times as well. And Elizabeth Taylor, she was a very intuitive person. And people said that she was very alluring. People loved to be around her. Even though part of the characteristic was her being intimidating. However, she wasn't. A lot of people said she was a joy to be around. And a lot of people just felt comfortable around her. And they just knew that they felt safe and that she was the best person to be around. So she really did live up to her moon in Scorpio in most parts. Next up is her Mercury in Pisces. And this is great because her sun and her Mercury are in the same sign. So she's able to connect more to herself. So with this placement, she focuses on the mood of a situation rather than the facts at times. And this was done a lot in her life, especially when it came to, you know, the marriage with Eddie Fisher. She felt as though that was the best thing to do, even though factually it wasn't the best thing to do. So people with this placement tend to always depend on feeling rather than facts and at times she can be artistic in her expression of things and she also has intuitive communication so in order for you to really know her you have to be very intuitive with her 
Next up is her Venus in Aries. With this placement, she is very fiery and anyone who can handle her heat can be with them. And also, she's a great lover as well. So, you know, Venus is in the section of Aries and the placement of Aries, which is fire. So, it makes sense that she would be fiery in her relationships and only people who can handle that he can really be in a relationship with her that's why she was able to stay in a longer relationship with richard burton because they did have a fiery relationship with this placement she is very not shy she loves to be all out there she does have an innocent charm to herself and she does have like a childlike feeling at times she can be intense and she loves the chase and initial conquest next up is her mars and pisces and with this placement she's about expressing herself and going after things with loving compassion. And this is something that does represent Elizabeth a lot because she would talk about um, the things she went through with her father and her father didn't treat her that well. And she was able to forgive him with love and have compassion for him because she could understand where he was coming from. And that is something that does show that she used her Mars and Pisces a lot. With this placement, she was prone to have an artistic passion. She loved to have an active imagination. At times, she was the person that diffused anger. If there was a situation happening that was hostile, she tried her best to bring it down. She loved to, to have an impressionable energy. Next up is her Jupiter and Leo. With this placement, she has an abundance of energy that keeps her going at all times. So there are probably moments in her life when she really didn't want to continue going on or she just did not feel happy with her life. But her Jupiter and Leo pushed her to keep going on regardless of what comes her way. So this is a great placement for her because it's very encouraging and it helps her continue on with life and continue on with accomplishing her dreams. With this placement, she has a lot of confidence within herself and she has a lot of popularity and that's something that goes well with this placement as well she is the luckiest when she is leading a situation or she's working with other people so that explains her placement next up is her saturn in aquarius with this placement she is reversed in her actions even though her actions and thoughts were probably considered unconventional. This is a great placement that describes Elizabeth Taylor because she was married over six times. I believe it was seven times she was married. And in that time and in her age, that was very unconventional. She married one person twice. So that's another thing that was unconventional. Also, her standing up for causes that were not popular in her day and age was very unconventional. So she really did do a lot of things that were unconventional. And she is reserved in her actions. 
So that really shows that she was concerned about what was going on around her and she would always try to help when she could. Next up is her Uranus in Aries. With this placement, she may be very impulsive and she may make decisions on the fly and enjoy taking risks. If you look at Elizabeth Taylor's life, you will see that at times she did make decisions on the fly. One decision she made on the fly was getting married to Eddie Fisher and she also converted to his religion and that was also taking a risk because in that day and age a lot of people did not really support people who got married to someone who was married at the time and also her getting married that many times was not cool back in her day and that was not nice not good and that could lead to her impulsiveness as well because she just loved to get married but it also leads to her Pisces placement where she just loved being in love next up is her Neptune and Virgo with this placement she knows exactly what she wants and how to go get it and she looks at the most minute details if you look at her life again, you do see that she was able to get what she wanted in life, not because people may think she's lucky or she may have been privileged, but also because she knew what she wanted. And when you know what you want, and with this placement, she knew how to get it, that's exactly how she was able to have all the success she had. She's also, because she has this placement in Virgo, going to look at the minutest details and look to see, is it important? Is it going to help? Is it going to work? And she's going to make sure that everything is in her favor before she makes a decision or she goes into a deal. So this really represents her Neptune and Virgo in the best way. Next up is her Pluto and Cancer. And this comes because she was born between 1914 and 1939. This makes her the silent generation. So with this generation, the obsession was to build the perfect home and to hide in it. The contribution was family ties, cuteness, nurturing, and safety. And the mistake was too much security can lead to more danger. Warning. Things that happened that were not good was hidden. No one talked about it. And also, with this Pluto in Cancer, she's highly intuitive and can read any situation, but she's also curious. This is something that makes sense because it's a water sign and water signs are intuitive and Cancers are very intuitive. That's why she can explain what's going on in any situation in her life. Next up is her North Node in Pisces. And she had a lot of placements in Pisces. And in order for her to uncover hidden gifts and talents, she would need to develop these attributes. The first one was be being non-judgmental, having compassion, surrendering anxiety to high power, freeing the mind through meditation and self-reflection, focusing on the spiritual pathway, trusting in positive outcomes, acknowledging connection with the universe, and welcoming change. Also, her mission would have been to accept the truth of the unknown, learn the way of the healer, help others heal their pain, 
connect with her inner faith and pursue life with intuition, surround herself with people who won't take her kindness for granted, and find comfort in the ability to heal and inspire others. So this is what her mission in her North Node means and what she needed to uncover her hidden gifts in her North Node means as well. Next up would be her Chiron and Taurus. With this placement, her womb was deep insecurity rooted in the body, fear of loss of safety and security. Sometimes she'll find it hard to trust in the abundance of life, holding on and clinging to possessions or people. She had the avoidance of risk and she was cautious with money and materials. Deep insecurity rooted in the body is something that is important with Elizabeth Taylor because if you looked at her life, you would see that she had a lot of health issues and they got worse and worse until she passed, unfortunately. But this is something that she always had to live with and that's your Kiran is a womb that you're always going to live with for the rest of your life. But she was able to do the best in life regardless of what her circumstance or situation was in life. So she was able to cure or heal that wound. Next up is her rising slash ascendant in Sagittarius. And with this placement, she's very self-confident. She loves to explore and travel. She's restless and active. And this is mostly due to it being a fire sign. She's very direct and may seem to not care. She has natural optimism. She loves to share her opinions. She's lighthearted and charismatic. She needs freedom and independence. She likes for everyone to be happy around her. She's a very curious person and it's really prone to spirituality and philosophy. And she's very self-confident as well. So these are the things that she had, especially with her Sagittarius rising, that made her unique and stand out. Last but not least is her Libra Midheaven. With this placement, she's the type of person that loves to be surrounded by creativity and pleasant things because this really helps her become more balanced. She loves to be very charming and diplomatic, and she loves to present herself in a poised manner. And if you look at videos of her in interviews, or when you see her accepting awards, she was always poised and she was always charismatic and charming when she accepted those awards and was in interviews. She loves to climb the ladder of success and this is done by getting other people to support her and she always had people to support her and she loves to carefully weigh every decision and her desire is for peace so that's why she may go into politics and laws which she really did go into close to the end of her life but not too close to it that's all I have for you lovely today in regards to Elizabeth Taylor's natal chart. I hope that you learned something new today and you got to get a better understanding of Elizabeth Taylor. Please let me know in the voice messages how you felt about it. Also make sure you hit that link up above and follow me on all of my social media accounts. Also purchase from my SD store and you can support me through my PayPal. 
I love you all. Please stay safe and healthy. And I will see you guys or hear you guys in my next podcast. Bye, lovelies.